I'm going to ask you to do something today. Some of you are going to be mad at me. But just love me anyway, right? Because if you love God, you've got to love me. Amen? All right. Uh, we're going to be ripping through some, there's a lot of Proverbs here. And one of the things is, is that there's so many of them, we just can't sit. Some of them are real juicy. <laughs> and you want to you sit and talk about them. And some, you can take some of them and just chew on it for like hours, days. Uh, but we're going to kind of like blast through them. And a couple of slides I have that are just really kind of like pinpointing in one or two words what each one of the Proverbs is. But... Uh, your presence here today is an indication of your wisdom. It, it is wise to know that God is God and that we have to acknowledge him. Everybody, look to your left. Look to your right. You're looking at wisdom. There's wisdom here in this room. And what I'd like for us to do is to kind of share some of that wisdom. Uh, you know, I could stand up here and do the uh, expository uh, pedagogy. Uh, which is just stand and deliver and just talk to you about what God has to say. You know, it's, it, it, it might be my voice or the voice of the, that's on the tape, but it's the word of God. But what I'd like for you to do is to, to sit next to somebody, to look at somebody that you could just kind of sit to and have a, a brief two-minute conversation with. Because here's what I'd like for you to do. At some point, we're going to get to the, the, the scriptures, and hopefully if everything, if the sound works, uh, the, the scripture will be read to you. Like I said, in, each, in, in chapter 10 and in chapter 11, there's, there's like 30, 30 uh, verses in each one of them. Pick out one that really resonates with you. Pick out one that, you know, I, I would give you a, a handout so you could write down the one that works for you. But, you know, some of us mark in our Bibles, and that's not a bad thing. Uh, if you are... Uh, if you just see one that really resonates with you, and be prepared to share it with the person sitting next to you. So if you're not sitting next to somebody, uh, find somebody that you can sit and just kind of say, you know, I saw this one that talked about the, 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 the love of money is the root of all evil, or something like, you know, just one of the ones that, that just really resonates with you, and why that one in particular piqued your interest. Now after that, uh, we'll just, do a couple of seconds for that, because I know that for some people that makes you really, really feel uncomfortable to have to actually <laughs> talk to somebody. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a family here, amen? amen. And, and, and it's one thing, you know, I, I think that when you study all throughout the scriptures, you'll find that there were many times, particularly with Paul, when he was trying to explain to them a lot of the precepts of what Christianity is about, there were a lot of times he spent days, weeks, and months, even years in one place just kind of hammering it out. You know, uh, I think they said that the, the Bereans were more noble than those in Thessalonica, that they searched the scriptures to determine what he said was so. So there was, a, there, there was actually conversation between people. It wasn't just him standing up there saying, this is the way it is, take it like I said it, and that's the way it goes. So... Um, We'll get rolling here a second if this thing works. I've lost the uh, remote control. It's here. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm just, you know, as I get more chronologically gifted, I have.
have a harder time doing stuff like that. Okay. So, as we talked about the uh, Proverbs, a lot of times, you know, it's, it's, we talk about the wise, we talk about the foolish, we talk about uh, the, the good, we talk about the bad. And so what it boils down to is a lot of a battle between good and evil. And all of us, we have to deal with that stuff every day. Just as sure as you came here to be in the, in the, the house of the Lord with the family of God, guess who got here first? Guess who has a seat here? Guess who knows his way around here? And guess who is probably whispering in your ear like that little dude up there, you know, on the, on the left? Saying, man, you don't have to take that. You better tell him what you think, you know. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a battle between good and evil. So let me ask you this. Uh, when we think about good and evil. Let's, let's think about all throughout the scriptures. There's a lot of good people mentioned in the scriptures. Amen? God. Jesus. Abigail. Rahab. Mary. Who are some others? Some good folks in the Bible. Job. Excellent. Go ahead. Enoch. Okay. The apostles. Who else? Stephen. Yeah, he was a good one. Joseph. Yeah. Coat of many colors. The multicolored dream coat. Yeah. Uh, okay, now we're getting over to the bad guys. <laughs> Judas. He's a pretty bad guy. Huh? Who are some of the other bad guys? Herod. Okay. Pharaoh. Who are some contemporary uh, good folks? Can we think of anybody in the 20th century that's really good? Who? Who's that? <laughs> okay. We can all think, you know, when you think about bad folks, the first person uh, whose name popped into my head was Hitler. He's a pretty bad dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you put him in the good guy category or the bad guy category? Okay, okay. So let me ask you this. Do you think that bad people consider themselves bad people? Do you think that they get up and say, I'm going to be bad to the bone today? Yes, some of them. Some of them. Do you think that Saul of Tarsus Genuinely thought he was doing the wrong thing? He, yeah, he thought, you know, he said, oh, you know, these Christian folks, man, they just messing everything up. You know, I got to drag them out their house, take them to the man, and get them jacked up. You know, a lot of bad people out there, you know, that think that they're doing the right thing. Uh, and there, there are obviously a lot of good people that are doing a lot of really good things, and they're fighting against the, the, the grain. Uh, I'm, I'll probably share with you about a congregation in Seattle, Washington that was sponsoring a radio program. And there was a brother in there from the Church of Christ. And he's, you know, you know they used to say, speak where the Bible speaks and silent where the Bible is silent? You know, he was really hard on that. I mean, he really came on hard with scripture, book, chapter, and verse. 
to the extent where they said, you got to get off the radio. You can't continue to do that. You can't continue to tell people that they lost if they don't you know, hear the truth, believe, repent, confess, and be baptized. We should be expecting that. When we live in a world of good and evil, there's going to be times when you're going to come up against folks that are going to not want to hear the truth of gospel. Uh, the word of God tells us to, to be careful. I mean, characteristically, we, we gravitate to those people who are good, and we kind of avoid those people who are evil. Uh, the Bible tells us in 2 Thessalonians 3 and 6 and in Romans 6 and 17 uh, to, to mark people who walk disorderly. You know that some people are just going to not bring it the right way. So we have to be careful about them. But you know, you can learn, you can even learn something from people that are doing the wrong thing. You can learn to not be like that. Uh, and so it's, it's important for us as we go through life uh, to, to, to pay attention to a lot of the things that are going on. Now, now, as I said, what I would like for you to do is, if, if this thing works, Paul, where are you? Uh, if this, if the, the audio doesn't work, we have our premier, our, our really excellent scripture reader here, standing by, spring-loaded, ready to go. But as we go through the scriptures, please pick one, one proverb that really resonates with you. And be prepared to share it with somebody behind you, in front of you, next to you, or something. Okay? Is, is, that, is that okay? Y'all gonna still love me when this is over, right? Okay. Okay, here we go. I think. Uh-oh, no audio. Hello? So be prepared to write down one. You might have your Bible open because they don't have the numbers by each one of the scriptures. Proverbs 10. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you. 
Okay, now did everybody write down one in particular that, that resonated with you? Because if you didn't, I'm going to give you a second chance. That took about three minutes. We figured out, I think, how to make this work. So this time through, it only take about three minutes. Please write down one, one uh, proverb that, that resonates with you. The Proverbs, chapter 10. The Proverbs of Solomon. A wise son maketh a glad father but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivereth from death. The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish, but he casteth away the substance of the wicked. He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. He that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame. Blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. The wise in heart will receive commandments, but a prating fool shall fall. He that walketh uprightly walketh surely, but he that perverteth his ways shall be known. He that winketh with the eye causeth sorrow, but a prating fool shall fall. The mouth of a righteous man is a well of life, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. Hatred stirreth up stripes, but love covereth all sins. In the lips of him that hath understanding, wisdom is found, but a rod is for the back of him that is void of understanding. Wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. The rich man's wealth is his strong city. The destruction of the poor is their poverty. The labor of the righteous tendeth to life, the fruit of the wicked to sin. He is in the way of life that keepeth instruction, but he that refuseth reproof erreth. He that hideth hatred with lying lips, and he that uttereth a slander is a fool. In the multitude of words there wanteth not sin, but he that refraineth his lips is wise. The tongue of the just is as choice silver, the heart of the wicked is little worth. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for want of wisdom. The blessing of the Lord it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. It is as sport to a fool to do mischief, but a man of understanding hath wisdom. The fear of the wicked it shall come upon him, 
but the desire of the righteous shall be granted. As the whirlwind passeth, so is the wicked no more, but the righteous is an everlasting foundation. As vinegar to the teeth and as smoke to the eyes, so is the sluggard to them that send him. The fear of the Lord prolongeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. The righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inhabit the earth. The mouth of the just bringeth forth wisdom, but the forward tongue shall be cut out. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked speaketh frowardness. So, <clears throat> each person has picked out one that particularly resonates with you. Take about a minute, two minutes max, and just kind of have a conversation with the person next to you. That one that stood out in your mind. Okay, let me turn this thing off. Gonna work for y'all. Four and seven. so bad was it? What were some of the ones that came out that really stood out in people's minds? What was, uh, I know you don't want to start talking to each other now, see? <laughs> but I started it, so it's, you know. <laughs> I okay, what were some of the ones that you like? One of the ones, and somebody can maybe explain this to me, as vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes. What is that all about? No, never ever. <laughs> okay. Okay, so th that, that's on the downside. That's not a good thing, right? <laughs> okay. What were some of the other ones that you shared with somebody next to you? The fear of the Lord belongs life, but the years of the wicked will be short. Okay. Something to think about. Prolongs life. What are some of the others? Yes. <laughs> 
that just a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But you wise now. You ain't that wise. That's a good thing. I'm happy for you, brother. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think there's a slide up there that kind of talks about that. Because I'm going to share with you some of the ones that resonate with me. What are some of the others? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, this is one of the ones that, yes, yes, yes. Please. That's right. We all know people that, you know, we probably all have experienced somebody that has said something that's really wise, that's really profound. But we probably have also all experienced somebody that says, experienced somebody say, what in the world did they say that for? You know, and, and you, you kind of wish that they'd have just kept it to themselves. Because, you know, the, the Bible tells us that let all things be done unto edifying, amen? And sometimes we say things that are not necessarily edifying other people. And, and when, when, when people do those kinds of things, it doesn't, it doesn't glorify God. It doesn't help that person out. But the person that makes the insult, that probably makes them feel a little bit better, you know. But that's not a good thing. Yeah. It, it's not glorifying to God, but we're letting the devil take control of our lives. Mm -hmm. That's true. This is one of the ones that I, that really, you know, was the first one that jumped out at me. A wise son makes his father glad, but a foolish son uh, is grieved to his mother. Why, is there any particular reason that they, you know, the mother gets the bad, <laughs> the bad side of it, and the, the father's like, that's my boy. <laughs> or, or, or is it interchangeable? Or does that speak to the relationship that, that sons and, and daughters have with mothers and fathers? I, in our particular case, our son is just like his mother, and my our daughter, God help us, she's me all over again. <laughs> and so I have to really keep an eye on her, you know? Now the thing is, is that one of these things that I thought about with this, I was at a congregation where we had about a dozen brothers and, you know, that had teenage sons. And we would often do, you know, dichotomies. We'd often do things where the father and son would, you know, maybe do a presentation together. And my premise with there was is that nobody is more responsible for my son's especially spiritual training than me. A lot of times we expect somebody else to do that stuff. We send them to Bible class, we send them to, to, to worship service, and we expect the preacher or the teacher or somebody else to teach them. But the most profound teaching they're going to get is coming from mama and daddy. Amen? Amen. I, think I, I think our children are baptized to this day. Because my wife put the fear of God in <laughs> telling them what was going to happen if you didn't become a Christian. And, and that was one of the things that compelled him to say, you know, because I remember our son was eight years old. He was very young when he got baptized. 
And uh, you know, he would say, you know, I really want to do this. And I was concerned about whether he was making the decision to, to please us or that it was something he needed to do. So at the congregation where we were, I took my son and I, 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 I put him in a room with these older guys, you know, the, we didn't have others at the time, but they were older brothers in the congregation. And they sat and they talked to him and they said, they came out and said, he's ready. You know, uh, he, he wanted to get baptized because he wanted to get baptized because he knew it was the right thing to do. But it was impressed upon him as he was growing up that this was something that was very important, that something that he really needed to do. So, uh, another thing is, uh, the second part of that, is wickedness profit is nothing but righteous, righteousness delivers from death. I think somebody else pointed that out, that uh, righteousness delivers from death. Now, this morning, in our worship, in our worship service, when we did the offering, uh, Jeff <laughs> brought something to me that touched on the, uh, the Proverbs. You didn't know we were going to already do that, did you? See, it, was, it was clairvoyant. It was clairvoyant. But these are some of the same passages of Scripture that, it, you know, I guess there's a number of different things that we could talk about in the Proverbs, but money is talked about in, in, in 10 and 11 quite a bit. Why is that? Why is money such an issue that is discussed among people of God that is so significant in their lives? Money and love are interchangeable? Yeah, you say, how is that? Yeah. And That's new. Okay. <laughs> so much in there because, Whoa. I mean, component uh, when you have money, the, the way in which you use it. Yes? It's also where we put our faith. Okay. I mean, even in Proverbs, it talks about the, the, the it's a strong city for those who have money. Uh, later on, it will say it's a strong, it's yeah. a strong tower. Uh -huh. That's what they depend on. That's what they're, they're where their faith is. That's right. They can take care of themselves. They don't need anybody's help. That's right. And yet, God says you're a Coming in on, uh, to worship this morning, I don't know if it was on the radio or if it just something that came into my mind, a B.J. Thomas song. Y'all know where I'm going with this, right? Love, uh, using things and loving people, that's the way it ought to be because uh, loving things and using people only leads to misery. Uh, and so there are a lot of people who, 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 who love money more than they love people. And they will, they will allow people to be destroyed and that was one of the things that Ferris talking about. You know, uh, you've heard the term, the rich get richer and the poor get poor. There's a reason for that. There's a book that was written called Why Nations Fail. And in that, in that book, it talks about the nations and it compares a lot of nations. It goes all the way back to the biblical times. And it compares these nations like, and, and we can use a, 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 a contemporary example. Look at North Korea and South Korea. The way in which they handle their resources has a dramatic impact upon the freedom, the movement, the, the life, the quality of life of those different people. 
And characteristically, what they found, and it's a good book, but what they found over time is that countries that had wealth, and the wealth stayed at the top, and the wealth stayed within a certain group of people, they eventually deteriorated. And, and what rich people didn't realize is that when they share their wealth with everybody, that benefits them. That they do better themselves. Yes. And how that, you know, to, to, to involve yourself in business, you know, God wants this, I mean, whenever you see, you know, the kingdom is God is like um, an owner of the person that gives his money out to people to, to um, involve themselves in business, to mm -hmm. hire people and to sell and for people to have numbers. But when you have like socialism where the top people all want to take all the money, you know, put in your money with us, we we'll all have one purse. Mm -hmm. You know, the top people, like you said, have all the money. Yeah. And all the rest of the people fool. Yeah. And those people in the next um, countries destroy themselves as socialist countries. But when you have, you know, free market countries, which is God's economy, you know, you um, you use money to take care of people. And and that's where you got, you know, just like Lando, you know, don't I have, can't I be um, kind with my own money? You know, can't I be generous with my own money? You know, in many societies you'd say, well, that's, you know, you can't give away, you know, more money to this person than that person just because you want to because that's unfair. You know, well, it is fair because it's your money. You can be kind with it. You can give to someone who's only worked one hour and, you know, that's, a lot of people have said that America is one of the, the most generous countries in the world. But about 10% of the, the, the top people in the country own about 70% of the wealth. Those, those numbers fluctuate, they, they, they change. But at the same time, if, you, if your family income is $10,000, you are wealthier than 84% of the people in the world. If your, wealth, if your household income is $50,000 or more, you are wealthier than 99% of the rest of the world. We're very blessed to be here in America. And thank God we, 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 we have, have seen the value in sharing some of the resources that God has blessed us with, particularly as a church family, to share it with people that are less fortunate than we are. And that's one of the things that we really have to focus on in terms of how we use our resources. There was a, a <laughs> Ricky uh, quoted a, uh, a Motown song not too long ago. The OJs put out a song, uh, For the Love of Money. If you heard that song, say amen. 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 <laughs> For the love of money, uh, a person will lie, they're still their cheat, they don't care who they be. For the love of money, a woman will sell her precious body for a small piece of paper. It carries a lot of weight. It's something to think about in terms of how we put our trust in money instead of our trust primarily in God. Mm -hmm. But um, you cannot just stay at wherever you want and expect to be left. You have to really clear the land for yourself as the Lord told Israel when, when the land came. Mm -hmm. um, clearing the land and moving a step here in America, 
There's a lot of uh, valuable information there. Uh, the wealth of a, a rich man is his strong tower. I think Farrah mentioned that earlier. Uh, the ruin of the poor is their poverty. It, essentially, a lot of times wealthy people live off of, you know, if, you, if you're wealthy, somebody's going to be poor. Uh, and I guess if everybody was wealthy, then, you know, we, we would solve a whole lot of our problems. But again, one of the things that we have to be careful, you know, Money in itself is not evil, amen? But the love of money, and somebody has, several of you have mentioned the way in which we use the resources that God has blessed us with. And let's, let's not forget that. Everything that we have is given to us by God. What we do with us, what, what he gives us, is our demonstration of our appreciation of what he has blessed us with. We can keep it to ourselves, and we can get richer, and we can buy houses, and we can you know, do all kinds of things with it. But when we stand before God, he's, he's going to want to know, you know, think about the rich man the, 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 uh, in the Bible. Um, the rich, uh, the rich man, Razzis, the rich young ruler, yeah. What did Jesus tell him to do? Sell your stuff. <laughs> now, did he expect him to go homeless? He, I think that what Jesus was telling him you know, you've been blessed with this stuff. You know, don't hoard it all to yourself. Share it. And that's not just monetary things. That's wisdom. If you can see something that you can share with somebody, the truth of the gospel, amen? amen. That's, that's nothing more valuable that you can share with somebody, that, the, the truth that's going to save their soul. And so that's one of the things that, that we can uh, pass on to them. Uh, and, but what we find out, though, is the righteousness of the upright will deliver them. But a lot of people get caught into that trap. <laughs> they get caught into that trap of wickedness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they trapped <laughs> I don't know about Monday morning. But I want to end chapter 10 with, with this. Whoever walks in integrity walks uh, securely. Uh, but he who makes his way crooked will be found out. You do some stuff in the dark, it's going to come out. Integrity. What is integrity? When nobody's looking. But guess who's always looking? <laughs> you can't get away from it. Okay, so here is, a, I think, a summary. Kind of getting ahead of myself. This is, a, you know, I divided up into righteousness and wicked. The righteous, and, and all this stuff I think is going to be online. It's, if, you know, if you don't want to take a picture of it or write all these down. I mean, you got your Bible, so it's all there. But what I try to do is put in a couple of words these are all the good things that, that happen for the righteous. It, it brings joy, integrity, blessedness, blessed memories. You know, when, when, a, when, a, when a good person dies, what do you think? It was a real blessing that they were, were here. When somebody evil, wicked, stingy dies, you say, ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So on the wicked side, you see maliciousness, you see 
You see violence, you see laziness and poor and rotten. It's nothing good over there. <laughs> okay, but when you look at the, the righteous, and this is more, I try to line up the, the, uh, the, the comments with each of the verses. So you see on the, on the righteous side, uh, fountain of life, knowledge, uh, they nourish many, they bring life, they're fortified, but on the other side is overwhelming violence, all these terrible things that come as a result of uh, being a wicked person. And this is the last part of the, the righteous versus the wicked. The righteous nourish many, they bring blessings and wealth, and, and their desires are granted, their prospect is joyful, uh, they're never uprooted. They know the right thing, they know what's fitting, they know how to bring forth wisdom. But those who are wicked, they, they die for lack of judgment. And their pleasure is in evil. Can you just imagine somebody that gets pleasure in evil stuff? But there's people out there like that. We need to be on the blue side, <laughs> okay? And try to steer away from that red side. Okay, so this is a word, uh, what do you call these, a word cloud? This is a, I just took the scripture and threw it into this word cloud. And this is the stuff that came up on the righteous side. Righteousness, blessings, uh, the Lord, uh, bring forth life, understanding, uh, those kinds of things. Here's the wicked side. Now, the size of the word is where that word showed up the most. So when you say wicked, that means there was just all kinds of wicked stuff there. Overwhelming judgment, evil, one of the big words up there. Fool is one of the big words up there. Violence, ruin. Those are the things that we want to steer away from. Amen? Amen. Okay, so as we move on, because we're running out of time, this is one of the ones that was mentioned. I love these songs that we have. Uh, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it, and they are safe. And finally, the wrap of 10, from the mouth of the righteous comes the fruit of wisdom. Okay. Let's go into 11. And I think we go right into it. So do the same thing the with this that you deal with the other. Chapter 11. Pick out one verse. A false that really balance is abomination you. to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. When pride cometh, then cometh shame. But with the lowly is wisdom. The integrity of the upright shall guide them, but the perverseness of transgressors shall destroy them. Riches profit not in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivereth from death. The righteousness of the perfect shall direct his way, but the wicked shall fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright shall deliver them, but transgressors shall be taken in their own naughtiness. When a wicked man dieth, his expectation shall perish, and the hope of unjust men perisheth. The righteous is delivered out of trouble, and the wicked cometh in his stead. An hypocrite with his mouth destroyeth his neighbor, but through knowledge shall the just be delivered. When it goeth well with the righteous, the city rejoiceth. And when the wicked perish, there is shouting. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He that is void of wisdom despiseth his neighbor, but a man of understanding holdeth his peace. A talebearer revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. 
He that is surety for a stranger shall smart for it, and he that hateth suretyship is sure. A gracious woman retaineth honor, and strong men retain riches. The merciful man doeth good to his own soul, but he that is cruel troubleth his own flesh. The wicked worketh the deceitful work, but to him that soweth righteousness shall be a sure reward. As righteousness tendeth to life, so he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. They that are of a froward heart are abomination to the Lord, but such as are upright in their way are his delight. Though hand join in hand, the wicked shall not be unpunished, but the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. As a jewel of gold in a swine's snout, so is a fair woman which is without discretion. The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. There is that scattereth and yet increaseth, and there is that withholdeth more than is meet, but it tendeth to poverty. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall be watered also himself. He that withholdeth corn, the people shall curse him, but blessing shall be upon the head of him that selleth it. He that diligently seeketh good procureth favor, but he that seeketh mischief, it shall come unto him. He that trusteth in his riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. He that troubleth his own house shall inherit the wind, and the fool shall be servant to the wise of heart. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. Behold, the righteous shall be recompensed in the earth, much more the wicked and the sinner. Okay, same thing. Which one of those jumped out at you? Just pick one particular scripture that you had that really, you know, resonated with you. Since we're running out of time, just share them with the large group. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Four. Which one? Read it. Okay. Any others? Okay. Okay, Jeff. The last verse. Even righteous people will have trouble this earth, but you're worse off if you're a wicked or sinner. Yeah. Whoa. Steve. Okay. This is a, a summary. Since I see the elder standing at the back door, that means that Hook is going to come out and grab me and pull me off stage in a minute. So I've got to pick up the pace. Uh, this is the righteous, and this is the wicked. This is just Proverbs 11. Accurate ways. That one jumped out at me because we did uh, Zacchaeus in the class uh, downstairs with the kids uh, this past Wednesday. You know, Zacchaeus, you know, he, he kind of cheated folks. You know, God likes balance. He likes you to do the right thing. Uh, so, uh, humble, wisdom, uh, righteous, blameless, prosperous, righteous, all those good words that, you know, that are, 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 are symbolic of people who are, are righteous folks. But on the wicked side, uh, disgraceful, prideful, trouble, trapped in evil desires. There's that evil desires thing again. You just kind of wonder how people get caught up in evil desires. Uh, on the righteous side, they're understanding. They hold their tongue. Uh, but the, the, uh, 
The wicked person, they gossip, they, they lack wisdom, uh, they're deceptive, they're cruel, all those kinds of things. And uh, on the, uh, as we wrap up here, the righteous person's life ends well. Uh, they receive their due. They're, they're blessed, they're prosperous, they give freely, they thrive, they seek good things. Whereas on the wicked side, they end in wrath, unruly poverty, they are ungodly sinners, as Jeff mentioned. So uh, uh, this is the one I talked about, the false balance with the Zacchaeus thing. Your own soul is nourished when you are kind. It is destroyed when you are cruel. Some of these are, will, will be uh, uh, the same verse, but it's just a different translation. It sounds a little different. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. Duplicity is not a word you hear every day, but it's not a good thing. <laughs> It's this, this evil chicanery. Uh, uh, whoever belittles his neighbor lacks good sense, but a man who, uh, of understanding remains silent. So to put that in other words, uh, I'd get in less trouble if I kept my mouth shut sometimes. <laughs> uh, and so finally, the generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will himself be watered. And, and I think this is the same thing, but it, it says it in a little bit different way. A generous man will prosper. He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. We should look for ways in which we can refresh people. That's the good side. When you're only just taking and getting in and my, 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 me, 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 get all you can, and don't give of what God has blessed you with, it's going to come back on you. Not... <laughs> Not just when you get up there and God say, well, what did you do with what I gave you? But, you know, why are you down here on the planet? You might think you're getting over. But, you know, it's, it, it comes back on you. I think that's it. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. It's the most important thing we can do. If we can live our life in such a way, I, I shared with you last week, uh, preach the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words. Thank you very much.